Hi, I'm Lauren Hubelay, and I'm here to talking to moms about how to restore their immunity in their children. And today I'm here with my lovely intern, Kara, and we're going to be talking to you a little bit further about elimination and its um, importance in the restoring immunity process. And um, we're particularly going to be looking at today um, the type of elimination that your child might be having if their stool types are um, uh, five, six, seven on the Bristol stool type. So these are less formed stools um, that you might be seeing. And you've already heard quite a bit about stools already in all of our previous episodes. So we're here to share one last bit with you. So Kara, welcome. So glad you could be here. Yes, thanks so much for having me. I'm really passionate about this topic, which feels funny <laughs> to say. Um, but this is really kind of the root of you know why I came to you in the first place. So you know, as you may recall, I had just kind of this mild recurring nausea all like all the time for years, um, off and on, um, but for years. And I thought I had tried everything and out of desperation came to you and said, okay, fine, I'll try whatever. And, and I remember our first conversations focusing so much on my bowel movements. I'm like, why is she so focused <laughs> on my bowel movements? And, and, you know, of course, after we, uh, you know, got into the protocols more and had more sessions, I, I started to really get it, you know, and just started to make that connection of, you know, why this is so important. And, but I didn't really get it until I started feeling it in my own body, which was, oh, wow, once I have these two form stools a day, my nausea was gone like this is magical <laughs> and so you know and on top of it I uh, could sleep soundly for the first time in a really mm -hmm. long time so I really just started to I've come to see elimination as something that you know it tells a story about what's really going on in my body you know how I'm nourishing it how stressed I am how well I'm able to let go of things you know that don't serve me and when all of things are more balanced, you know, it, it, it comes out in this way and I'm just overall feeling better. So, you know, as this comes to my boys, you know, I, I, I've seen their different stories too. Mm -hmm. And just a quick call out that, you know, our oldest one, I can tell when his elimination isn't really optimized. He starts getting like patches of dry skin mm -hmm. on his body. And then our youngest one, um, he's on the looser side, so he's who I'll be referring to today, and he just doesn't sleep as well. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about these uh, extracts with you today if you want to start diving in. Hey, thanks, Kara, and thanks for sharing those personal stories because it's important for moms to begin to see where we're headed here. And um, even though this whole idea of focusing on elimination may feel a bit foreign, it really is the root of so many symptoms your children have. And Kara, thanks for mentioning that about um, your younger son, because that um, so often we think, oh, our child doesn't have any problem with elimination. They're going a lot all day long, right? They have a lot. And actually that stool moving through the intestines so quickly so that it doesn't completely form is as big a problem as children that are skipping days and having painful stools because we're not getting effective cleaning, we're leaving particles behind, 
And um, it's also a sign that those poor kidneys are just overloaded, right? So talking about kidneys, we've got some really great extracts here that can support this process, um, starting with silver birch sap. You, if you've been listening along, you've heard about silver birch sap is also helpful um, if the stool types are one through four. The keynote always for silver birch sap is skin symptoms. However, silver birch sap can be helpful for those that don't have skin symptoms too. But if your, your child has skin symptoms, this is gonna be uh, the starting place. As um, far as the, the major action with silver birch sap, it, it's a diuretic for the kidneys. So it's helping the kidneys flush impurities. Um, and that's its main focus. So what we do notice about that is sometimes the fact that it's so focused on the kidneys, it can be a little bit too much for some children. And how would you know as a mom it's too much? Well, their little circles under their eyes may get more pronounced or they may become more tired or complain of lower back pain around their kidneys. And, and the um, idea here would be to um, dial back the dosage a little bit. And if that doesn't help, then it's, we need to try a different extract. So what's another one you might consider? Um, one of my favorites, as I shared in the last podcast, is blackthorn. Blackthorn is excellent for um, children who um, may have several symptoms going on at once. So we may need to have more of a widespread approach where all of the energy and effort of silver birch sap is on the kidneys. Blackthorns is in the endocrine system, working along to tonify the and harmonize the HPA axis. So that's hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenal glands. This is where your child's growth and development is concerned. What an important extract, especially for anyone struggling with those areas. Um, it helps tonify the immune system, helping the immune response, and also um, tonify the intestines, helping with stool mobility and um, the uh, um, fluid levels in the intestines. So that's blackthorn. And um, another keynote I like to uh, tell folks for blackthorn is if an original symptom before you started this is your child's always a little tired, a little run down, blackthorn is an excellent extract to consider. So then the third one, that you might consider actually doesn't support the kidneys. It supports the axis between the brain and the stomach, um, improving the communication there. And that is common fig. Common fig is a lovely extract for uh, children that process everything in their gut, all their emotions, all their food, as well as we all do, but they feel it there first. They may, um, complain of tummy aches and um, uh, especially when they're emotionally charged um, being dropped off to school or at night before going to bed. Fig um, helps send optimal or um, correct messages from the brain to the stomach so we improve digestion and it's improved actually by slowing things down a bit. So I'll tell you what 
if your child is having undigested stools, or um, fig would be excellent. If your child is having multiple loose stools, fig should be considered. If they're only having loose stools only once a day or skipping days, fig would probably not be your best choice because it's actually slowing the process in an effort to improve it. And that might actually complicate their infrequent stools. And then we have a fourth extract to choose from. So you've got lots of options here and that's a lingonberry. Kara, can you share a little bit about lingonberry? Yeah, so lingonberry is a really great option. It's primary action, it's a harmonizer for the urinary tract and the intestines, and it helps to kind of normalize the bacterial flora. And so what this might appear as in your child is, uh, you know, somebody who could use lingonberry might have stools that are changing very often from kind of one type to another. Uh, the child may have urinary symptoms. Uh, maybe they're unable to control their stool or their urine. And so these are all really great signs that lingonberry could be helpful. And just kind of shifting gears a bit, I wanted to share a couple of tips of you know, what this feels like in, in reality, <laughs> being a mom and yeah, trying this cool. out with your kids. And you know, so one, one thing that I would recommend is you know, don't expect this to be completely resolved immediately. You know, this is something that, uh, you know, when your kids start on an extract, you know, sometimes it takes a little time and, you know, you're, you know, you're on the right track if you see improvement. You know, I don't know how many times I came to Lauren to question her, are we on the right track? And she would have just asked back to me, you know, are things improving? And I'd say, yes, they are. <laughs> said, okay. <can> <laughs> And it's just a little bit different mindset of, you don't like take a pill and it's gone, you know, overnight. So um, that would be the first um, suggestion. And this really came to play um, with our youngest one on lingonberry um, that I gave him the same extract for, you know, five, six days in a row. And it wasn't until his day off the gemo break that magically I started seeing improvement. And so, you know, that's another way that this may start coming together. And um, the next tip would be just to not expect perfection all the time for optimizing elimination. I have to admit, I got a little obsessed with having perfect elimination once I experienced it for a little while, having optimized elimination. So, you know, while it's a beautiful goal to shoot towards, um, to have this um, every day, you know, that's, that may or may not be the reality. And so, you know, this will kind of come and go in waves. There may be, may be days or periods where it's optimal and then something changes and you have to shift gears. Um, you know, so just use it as a guidepost and it's okay if it's not perfect every day. Yeah. Kara, thanks so much for reminding moms of that because we're hard enough on ourselves about so many other things. Nothing should have to be perfect, but particularly not this. So just a couple um, points to wrap this up because um, Kara talked about the fact that sometimes the stool will get changeable as we're moving through the process and to keep your eye on it. If suddenly your child hits a trend where it had been loose stools and maybe frequent and now you're getting 
pellet like number ones or number twos, and that's the trend, you, you might need to look at a different extract. Um, we're always matching the extract to the current stool type, um, not changing it day to day, but whatever the trend is. And then just a reminder on dosage, when we're dealing with uh, babies um, up through toddlers, we're looking at one, two drops of this elimination extract at midday. When we're looking at um, preschoolers through school age children, we're looking at two to six drops. We're always starting with the lower amount and building up and only building up so that um, you have, you're getting an effective um, response. We're not, there's no goal, there's no end goal, like I have to get to the maximum dosage. We're trying to use the least amount of extract, in fact, to achieve our goal. Then preteens and adolescents would be looking at six to 10 drops of this extract for the elimination, or teens, 10 to 15 drops. So this, uh, it concludes what we have to share with you about this elimination type. And I just encourage you to follow along on the rest of this podcast so that you can learn how to restore your child's immunity. Mm -hmm.